This is everybody. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, you, you clapped as well? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, that, I was just doing John, so okay. we're good. Okay. We're good. <laughs> Sorry. I like in my head, we like do this on autopilot so much that I'm just like, oh, this is the, that's the order. Yep. Me, John. And then, so I'm sorry. I was just not even. No, you're, you're good. You're fine. Also, it was a really wimpy clap. It was on time, but it was the weakest clamp <laughs> clap I've ever done. So mine, are, mine have been on point today as far as I whiff them a lot. Everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And we are joined once again by our friend and uh, game designer and composer, Megan Carnes, who was with us last week. How are you doing uh, this week, Megan? Hello. I'm also good this week. <laughs> yes, I was just going to say this week, meaning right after last session. <laughs> but yeah, yeah we uh, we wanted to, uh, you know, Megan uh, just moved back to Chicago and we were just kind of, we've been talking about doing this, I think, even before you moved back to Chicago, I think like almost like a year ago. And we were like, we got to do an interview with you, Megan. Mm-hmm. And it's been that long. It's maybe not quite a year, but it's been a long time. Um, but yeah, we've been, uh, we've been wanting to have Megan on the podcast for a long time. Uh, not only to just like chat some games with us in general, cause we all love video games, but on top of that, yeah, Megan makes games and, and not only makes her own games, but like composes for other games as well. And even outside of games a little bit too, I think Megan, right. You've done some like film composition as well and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Composing is really kind of my main thing. And I do like films, games, podcasts, all that. And then uh, making my own games kind of came from, we can get more into it later, but yeah, I came from like enjoying composing music for games, basically. Yeah, and I think that's even how, I think we even did, uh, speaking of even longer ago than scheduling a, a podcast session with you, we even did like a jam set. I kind of forgot oh, about yeah. this, but John brought it up in our band. Oh, yeah. Former member of Boss one Fight, time. Yeah, for like one practice. But yeah, yeah, one session, but like some keys and some violin and stuff. So the, that's where I, fun. yeah, we kind of knew you through like the musical aspect through our friend Mikey. And then, yeah, and I really like how, like, again, I mentioned last week that I had just played through uh, Interview, which you included uh, generously in the Itch.io bundle for uh, Palestinian Aid, which is awesome that I've been uh, yet another game. Like, I've just been like, I got to play Megan's game. Like, I got to play Interview and like been really looking forward to your upcoming game, Divinuet, as well. And like, just really like really like how what from what I know of Divinuet and then after having played Interview, like I really like how much you bring like like music is kind of seems to be like a very like like the almost the focal point of the experience oh um, yeah yeah I, I really really like that as you know as somebody who again all of us kind of coming from musical backgrounds but like I really enjoyed especially with interview having like you know I, I talk about on the podcast like I'm not the biggest like narrative gamer or like somebody who plays like interactive experiences like because they, I don't know. I just don't play them all that often, but this was just like such the perfect, like short and sweet experience that like really, I don't know. I just really liked how the, the music kind of came together and like evolved with everything I picked, um, along, like, I don't know. It just was like really, and really well written as well. I know it was written, uh, with you and someone else as well. I think in the credits it said, yeah, my friend, Um, uh, David Sugarman, he mostly does like uh, films basically he's like a screenwriter but he's very good and I was like hey I know you've never done a game before but do you want to try this with me and he was like yeah 
So <laughs> yeah, it was. I thought it was really, really good. Like it was just really like a a really nice like brief uh, like introspective reflective experience. And I feel like I feel like it would be. I only played through it like two different kind of ways. Like you have like it, the game's called Interview, and you kind of like pick through different options at times, and it kind of like almost like crafts a song for you. Is that is that kind of the a good way to describe it? Yeah, yeah, that's a basically it yeah yeah <laughs> but i really liked like all the day i was all, i was even like a little bit surprised almost like the only one that because sh- like ever all of them i was like man that is just spot on the only one that i was like i was almost waiting for when i picked like the, i'm feeling a little anxious about this and i was like waiting for it to like really put me on edge and i was like okay this is actually that's i i, I it's anxious it's anxious but it, i'm not too bad <laughs> yeah um, yeah i really liked and i really liked the art in it too like just really simple but like really just kind of like i don't know i just got really immersed in the experience like threw some headphones on uh while playing it and really kind of enjoyed and i know you played it a while back too right john yeah and like i i know that we've talked about this like separately where like you know i'm i'm very much into like composition in terms of like modular or in like ways that you can add and subtract things like i'm I'm very into like classical minimalism like stephen reich So like, yeah. <laughs> Philip Glass is my favorite composer. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> so good. So I was, I was really liked how like in the like there are these like base like pieces or like parts that like you add and subtract throughout like making these different choices and like how much did you have to like write in terms of like just in for all of the different options because like they're all like different like melodies or different like instruments as well and like you had like and they all other have musicians to together like collaborate yeah. with you on that too yeah um trying to think so first of all interview isn't nearly as ridiculous as the vignette it was a more manageable <laughs> number of things um and i had a couple musicians that played parts um but it was mostly like midi stuff that i did um mm-hmm. yeah but so um, I'm gonna spoil the magic a little bit here. So there's the beginning where it asks you like pick a random number or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember that, but yeah, you're yeah. picking one of three different possible keys for the song to be in. With that, it can either be in nice. major, minor, or Dorian. Um, and then okay. for each of those, um, basically each of the answers after that picks like. A layer. So uh, I think each one has four possibilities. Maybe one of them has only three, but it's. Uh, that sounds right, yeah. You know, it starts with the base layer, then adds the next highest layer, then the next highest, and so on and so forth. And then at the end, there's one part where it changes, where it's just. Uh, I forget what it asks you. <laughs> I made the game, but it was a while ago. <laughs> um, but it changes, so it's just like the bass uh plus like us like more stripped back melody based on your answer to this one question and then mm-hmm. it switches back to your full mix after that um yeah so yeah i'm trying to remember i think it was something like ugh, math like 30 something different stems something like that um mm-hmm. which was manageable <laughs> Yeah, and then but then the writing to go on top of that, like the actual like written words too, because again, I thought that was like a really, really nice like piece of the package, like 
together with all the music and stuff like I don't know again I really did find myself as someone who doesn't really play a ton of stuff like this like I really did get just kind of sucked into it and maybe it is because I did say like hey I'm gonna put the headphones on and I'm gonna make sure I like really do this right you know maybe it is if I'm just sometimes going oh let me check this out real quick and you know not really giving it the true you know attention that it deserves because you know I I don't know but I, I really thought this was just like such a cool and like even like I don't know like the images are mostly like still images but there's like just enough like movement on the screen to like I don't know just got me in like a good like almost like trance <laughs> like state a Thank little you. bit yeah glad you like it yeah I uh, describe my games as just like really complex roundabout ways of making people listen to my music um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you enjoyed the other aspects of the game too <laughs> well yeah but the and your music is also fantastic yeah and I and I mean I'm like beyond excited to like get our hands eventually on Divinuet um because I know that's what you're working on at the moment and that's like mm-hmm. like you said I know you mentioned interviews like a more manageable project and I'm guessing it's because like this is more you're getting into more like procedural generation of the the music to some degree right if yeah. I'm not mistaken yeah kind of um it kind of depends how you define procedural because it's not really like truly generative it's kind of like interview and that it's building layers but um i don't know how to describe it it's more complicated it's not just yeah like building a song with layers there's a lot of different stuff going on <laughs> like more th- more things that would need to work together as opposed to just like okay it's in this key i gotta just make 36 not that that's easy but i gotta just make 36 <laughs> more things that work with this where this is like i gotta really be thinking like almost like how the puzzle fits together here as well yeah kind um, of basically the thing with interview was i just used so in interactive music there's two kinds of composition there's vertical and horizontal um in interview i mostly just used vertical which is the stacking of stems on top of each other like different layers that kind of thing whereas yeah and then horizontal is where you basically have like chunks of music and you put one after the other basically Mm, okay that makes sense uh like different phrases and so with divinuet i'm doing a combination of both um okay yeah Yeah, and it's also like uh, on top of that, it's like got like a tarot card theme as well. So like, I and I really like all like the art that I've seen that you've posted like on Twitter and stuff. That I feel it's been a little Thank while you. since I've seen one. I feel, but like all the art like for the cards that you've posted and stuff. Like, so I, I don't know. I've just got a really cool sense of style. And then again, like just being able to kind of play. Like I'm I, even as someone who has like some musical chops or whatever. Like I don't really have that when it comes to like doing MIDI stuff. Like I, a little mm-hmm. bit I can play around, but like. I definitely can't do anything like what you can do. So like to be able to kind of feel like I'm piecing together a composition like that, but like doing it just by like, you know, making choices or clicking things and dragging them around. I don't know what the mechanics are like or whatever, but like I I really that's just a really satisfying feeling to me. Um, (laughs) And and I think there is going to be like more of a like or I, I, I shouldn't say I think, but it like is it are you adding it more of like a game layer to this one too, or is it still kind of the main focus on like the, the audio generation of things? Yeah, it's definitely still mostly audio generation. Essentially what it is, is you get a tarot reading, um, like a three card reading and each of the cards plays you like its own individual theme. So there are 78 cards. So I'm writing 
78 individual tarot themes. And then it goes into kind of like a generative thing after that where and that's where it's kind of actually building the music for you based on your combination of cards and it also builds like a video for you where uh it edits together like different video clips depending on your cards oh nice so maybe that's what i was thinking of maybe because i was like i feel like i've seen more like action if you will on the screen like in the clips that i've seen or even like the cards rotating around and stuff like that so like (laughs) it just i i like the idea of like are, like, are people still making choices in the sense of, like, is it all based on the cards that yeah. where the music is being generated from? Like, are you making any, like, yes and no choices in any capacity? It's all completely based on the cards, but it has two modes. It has a mode where it's random, where uh, the game just picks the cards for you, but you can also just choose your cards. So it's more meant if you have, like, a physical deck and want to do a reading with that and then plug it into the game and see what you know what the song would sound like Um, yeah but also you're you're also free to just like you know put in whatever cards you want and just see what it sounds like yeah not not to feature creep but like is is there also like card orientation in there where it's um i thought about it having like the reversals (laughs) but it was too much to do (laughs) i'm already writing 78 pieces here (laughs) 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 but i feel like it's so easy to like get uh, ahead of yourself on a project like this so how do how do you like rein in the scope on that like knowing like are you just feeling like hey i'm just i want to make something a little bit bigger than interview but just something that i know i can still manage yeah. Or was it driven by, like, the theme originally, or, or where did the the idea kind of spawn from? Well, I'd always kind of wanted to do something tarot-related, because I'm very into tarot. Um, yeah. Not as, like, a divination thing, but more as just a way of uh, exploring your own thoughts, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And for a while, I was like, what if I did an album of, like, tarot-based things. I was like, no, because I wouldn't know, like, what cards to choose or if I wanted all of them. That's, like, 78 Mm -hmm. (laughs) songs, and that's a lot. For an album, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) And then, so, I don't remember exactly, like, after I did interview, I was like, okay, that was fun. I kind of want to do another one, one that's bigger. And so the idea just, like, came to me. And this way, like, the card themes are only, like, 45 second long like the uh individual card themes which is easier than you know album length songs basically yeah yeah for sure (laughs) but yeah and then the video idea came a lot later and it's because i'm bad at visual art so i was like (laughs) i need something going on visually while you're listening to this generated song um And I, like, minored in film in college, so I thought of, you know, like, using silent film footage that's in the public domain, that kind of thing. So I'm using kind of some of that. And at first I was going to do all silent film, but I've kind of expanded it now to, like, other stock footage and stuff. But That's really cool, yeah. I like, because sometimes, like, with certain music, like, over uh, silent film footage or even just any old film footage, like, where it's, like... Where, like, people are moving quicker than they actually were moving, you know? It's, like, it yeah. can give it that really, like, almost, like, spooky or, like, ethereal quality to, depending on what it, I guess, what the music is like. But, like, I yeah, don't know, I really sure. like, like, pairing, like, juxtaposing things like that, potentially. 
like mm-hmm. almost like a you mentioned Philip Glass, like almost like a Koyani Scotsy vibe a little bit at <laughs> <Yeah>. times. <laughs> Hell yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And oh, I and then you. like, are you so you you mentioned like because I I feel like I when I've seen the tarot cards they look really cool. So are you having someone else design the art for those or? Um, so at first I was using this like asset pack that I found on itch that was like pixel tarot. Um, nice. And then when I decided to change the look of the game to go with like the film stuff, I'm just using uh, the Rider weight tarot, which is kind of like um, your basic like tarot deck, the most popular one, which is in the public domain. So it's like very cool. pretty. It's from like the 1920s or something. Um, oh, nice. But yeah, it's a lot of public domain art. Um, because, you know, I had a tiny budget, so I'm not able, mm-hmm. like, hiring someone to do yeah. an entire deck. I would love to do that, but I can't afford it. And it's I'm not insane, someone yeah. who will, I'm absolutely not someone who will, like, let people work for free, even if they want to. So. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. That's awesome, too. Thank you. Um, Ooh, yeah. I, I've, I've got a quick question about... Uh, so interview is also available as an album, like just the soundtrack and mm-hmm. as oh, yeah. something that has like, you know, a more interactive quality for it. How did you make like studio tracks of that? Or like, how did you decide what would be the tracks like based on what the stems were? Yeah. So what I did was I did a Kickstarter for that game. And one of the rewards was that, like, your interview would be one of the soundtrack tracks, basically. Mm, So I had people answer the questions and then just put, like, their combination of stems on the soundtrack. Nice. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Have a little bit of the contribution, too. Yeah, it was fun. And then there's other stuff on there, uh, like the, like, credits song and the intro song, which are just, like, regular music. There's nothing. Individual pieces. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but that's how I did it, which was very fun. Um, yeah. I liked being able to do that. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do for the Divinuet soundtrack yet. <laughs> <I've been thinking laughs> about it. We'll see. The, the quintuple disc set or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like um, that. Are you, and are you, are you doing all the coding and stuff as well? No, I'm doing some of the coding, especially more on like the audio end. Um yeah. Like I'm using Wise, which is a middleware, so you don't have to hard code everything in, but you still have to do some coding to like set it up to work in Unity. But uh, my friend Saul Lutzi um, is kind of taking care of most of the rest of the coding. And then we're nice. doing kind of like a trade thing where he's doing that, and then I'm doing some music for his game. So it worked out right, nicely. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. We'll have to keep an eye on that game as well. Yeah, it's called Dross. It's about bugs. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm already already sold with bugs. <laughs> Just yeah. bugs. That's all. Bugs and like all frog need. games. That's all I need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then so like I know you mentioned like you kind of originally started like doing like composition stuff. So mm-hmm. like what is what is your like approach in that? Because I know you still do a lot of composition outside of games and obviously for other people's games, too. Is mm-hmm. are you. Do you like to work in like any particular field or do you just kind of like to work on interesting projects or, you know, how do you how do you go about like picking what you want to work on while you're working on Divinuet in the background? Yeah, um, I'm someone who kind of likes having a variety of different stuff, like a lot of composers, I feel like will just pick film or just TV 
or just games or something, but I honestly like, because each one has a very different approach, and I like having uh, that kind of variety, being able to mix it up. So I don't really have any one I prefer. Like, my ideal would just be continuing to do what I do, just have, like, a mix of freelance projects and different mediums. Uh, So, yeah, but, you know, do it full time. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the dream for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, making my own games is fun, but honestly, it started mostly just as a way to show uh, that I know how to do interactive music and to get people (laughs) to hire me for their games. So then I like kind of figured out that I like doing it just for its own sake. (laughs) Yeah. Like, is that something that like even after Beyond the Vignette, do you feel like I'm definitely going to keep making games or are you just again, just kind of go with whatever happens kind of kind of thing yeah i don't know um i like divinuet i think it's gonna be very cool but oh my god it's so much <laughs> yeah you've been working on it for a long time yeah sure. and there's still a lot to do because you know i have like freelancing i have like a part-time day job i can only really work on this like in my spare time and it's right, just right. like a lot of music that i need to write for it so like it's been very fun but yeah it's taking forever and it's a lot of work and well, I'm like, and you, mm, don't know if I well, want to do this again. We'll see. <laughs> well, and it's, it's not only work, but it's like, you got to be like inspired too. like, it's, and not to say that you uh, don't have to be when you're like making other aspects of a game, but like you can, like uh, when Glenn and I were working on a small project and I don't know how to code whatsoever, but like there was a point in time where like I was just entering in like RGB values and like, at least yeah. I could just kind of mindlessly <laughs> like, okay, I can if I'm not inspired today, I can just like look at a palette website and just try a bunch of things and be like, Oh, okay. That looks kind of nice. And like, I don't have to put the mental energy into like feeling creative per se, or at least not as much as like writing a piece of music. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I really like, are there any like, cause I know like the first thing that comes to mind is I think I want to say it's monkey Island two that has like a, like really like notable, like interactive music soundtrack. Like, are there any games that come to mind for you that, or, or like any things that like what got you into wanting to make interactive music where it's like not just making a composition and and putting it out there like I want to make things that kind of that I can stitch together yeah um trying to think a lot of it was just like trying to get into the industry and people telling me like hey like interactive music is the thing me being like oh I'll try that because I didn't grow up like playing a lot of games or anything um but I'm like the Breath of the Wild music is kind of interactive in some ways, which is very cool. Uh, there's this game, like Mutation, Mutation. I don't know how you say it, but I it's was like, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about though. Mu- it's like Mutazion or Mutazion. Yeah, something yeah. like it's like Mutation, but with a, a Z. Uh, with a Z in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but that's a really cool game where you like grow like a musical garden, basically, which is very Ooh. cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Just, like, a lot of games in general will kind of switch between, like, an exploration and combat state, which is very interesting, um, where you kind of have two pieces in, like, the same key and chord progression, so you can just kind of switch between them at any point and have it work, like, when you're switching from exploration to combat, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it, you know, I was just put. We just talked about it recently, John. When I was talking about Paper Mario Sticker Star, mm-hmm. that game does a lot of cool stuff with that. Where like when you're on the overworld map, like if you're right in like the town, you have like the main theme. But then if you like move over into like the desert zone, like the instrumentation all changes. Like it's still the same theme. It doesn't even skip a beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just kind of shifts into like there might be a new little melody added in, or it might even like shift to a minor key a little bit. But like. They do. You can just like in an instant, just where you're at on the map will change how it sounds. And I, I really do love that kind of stuff, like those little touches that like put the game, you know, over the top a little bit. And like, I don't know, even if not everybody notices them, you know, not, I don't know if everyone's going to notice every detail like that. But yeah, it's very cool. And you bringing up Paper Mario, uh, the newest Paper Mario, the Origami King had something like that. And I think I actually like posted it on like a video of it on Twitter, like a screen recording because I was geeking out. But like <laughs> when you're in like whatever the main toad town or toad city is, you can like walk into this museum and it's just like a jazzy like solo piano version of the theme playing and then you walk outside and it like switches to like the full instrumental version of the theme and the transition is just like completely smooth and i was just like oh this is amazing it's so cool (laughs) stuff like that is so cool and then i get i'm kind of thinking of uh although i this is probably i'm sure it's still very difficult but have you played ape out by any chance megan or are you familiar with that game no i haven't it's kind of like this top-down action game where you're like you're like a gorilla on the run and you're just kind of like melee hotline Miami basically <laughs> yeah basically yeah but you're like every all the instrumentation pretty much is like drumming like it's very reminiscent of like the Birdman soundtrack okay yeah and it's kind of like but it's like all the drumming is kind of like like if you're just like kind of tiptoeing around and like having the guards don't see you like breaking free it's like kind of quiet and then like as soon as you like grab a guard and throw him into the wall there's like a big cymbal smash and like. They, they, like everything is just the you're basically like pl- making the soundtrack with like what you do. It's yeah. just it's really cool, but it's all percussion for the most part. There's, a, there's some horns here and there, I think, but that seems a little easier to do. Like it's because it doesn't necessarily have to carry a melody. It just kind of has to like sync up with the you know the impact of what you're doing. Yeah, but you don't have st- to worry about like the notes clashing. Yeah, exactly. Or even you almost maybe want it to in a in a way for like a little bit of like, I don't know. Yeah. Jarring quality. But yeah, I just I don't know. I really that like or even like I guess this doesn't have a that much of like an interactive quality, but like Sayonara Wild Hearts. I don't know if you've played that as well, but that's a game we've talked about on the podcast a ton. More, It mostly just has a great soundtrack, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like a really fun, like I guess interactive game to like pair with an album. I guess sort of, sort of like another way for like someone else to think like, hey, how can we, how can we put our music out there in a different way? It's um, like a rhythm game, right? Sort of. Like it's, it's sort it's of on rails. Like on rails. Yeah. Okay. You're just kind of like playing it. It, 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 you... I feel like you kind of can't lose. Like, it's just kind of an interactive experience. Like, you can die, kind of. But, yeah, it's definitely, like, just a very chill, like, hour-long experience that is amazing. That's cool. I'll have to... I've been wanting to check it out. Like, I've seen videos and stuff, and it looks very cool. Yeah, it's definitely definitely a cool one. But, uh, I don't know, do you have any, uh, like, inspirations or anything? Or anything else that kind of comes to mind that you want to talk about as far as like your approach to things or john any questions on your end or yeah, just... yeah. i don't know 
Anything you want to plug? Anything that you like excited that you're working on? Um, do you guys know the documentary channel, the YouTube channel, No Clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Clip. I'm doing. I uh, I did a few tracks for them. Um, nice. nice. Yeah. Because you've been doing. Didn't you do uh, like closed captions for them for a long time? Yeah, I've been working with Danny for like a year and a half doing closed awesome. captions, and yeah, he recently asked me to do some music for uh, their greatest hits series which is the one they're doing about like retro games and stuff so oh nice thank you i'm very excited about both the fact that you're doing that and the (laughs) fact that that is an upcoming video (laughs) from them (laughs) yeah i just i really love everything that danny's done i haven't really kept up over the pandemic but i i really like i don't know they're just so such fun like such a deep dive i kind of am happy that you brought it up just now because i'm like man i got like almost like a year's worth of no clip videos to catch up on so yeah they're, they're good and if you turn on the captions you know that's me <laughs> yeah you know they're well done you know they're well done Hopefully. that's awesome Are you, so you're still doing the captions as well yeah um still been doing that that's more just like uh you know side gig like yeah I'll yeah just like a steady money. thing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. heck yeah that's but, awesome. Yeah, you need fun. stuff like that where it's just like, hey, this is just like a guaranteed this is happening, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I've stopped doing like most other captions because I used to do a lot more, but no clip. I'm like, okay, I really actually really like no clip videos, so I'll just keep doing these. Yeah, you're providing it <laughs> you're providing a service for like those are widely yeah. watched videos that like the captions help a lot. So good. and Thank help a lot you. of people. So yeah, that's <laughs> really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Heck yeah. Well, yeah, well, definitely keep us posted, Megan, on like anything you're working on, whether it's, you know, game related or, or otherwise. We definitely want to know uh, and, you know, be aware of, yeah, any films that because I know, yeah, I just <laughs> I love hearing your music. So oh, thank you. Um, yeah. And again, I know we mentioned uh, the Itch.io uh, bundle for Palestinian aid a couple times. I think Megan's game interview. Well, I know Megan's game interview was included in that. I think yeah. it was also included in the Itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or it might have been the soundtrack from it. Yeah. So interview itself is free. Um, and I think with the racial justice bundle, they had some rule about including free games so that one's just the soundtrack and then the palestine one has both uh the game and the soundtrack in there and the soundtrack costs money so (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, very awesome of you to, again, we always like to just kind of give a shout out to awesome people being like, hey, I want to contribute my work to a good cause. And I think that's like, I don't know, not everybody can like donate a ton of money, but like you spend a ton of time on your projects and stuff. And you're like, hey, I want to I want to put make a make. I don't know. I want to help out a little. I just think it's really yeah. cool. Yeah, thank so, you. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us for a couple episodes and a little chat and a little behind the scenes and a little video game talk. Yeah, thank but, you uh, for having me. Yeah, of and we'll definitely have to uh, sync up now that you're back in Chicago too. So yeah, hell yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. Well, take care, everyone, and we will uh, catch you next week. And take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. That works. I do that way too often when I'm doing the end of like our videos too. I go like, take care and take care. I yeah. just can't <laughs> take care can't, and second thing. Can't end it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, feels like that should be what the last thing I say. I don't know. Mm hmm.